HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. You are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are, to pluck the low-hanging fruit of the literati, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. Welcome to the Mike and Judy Show without Mike. I hardly even know what to say because Mike always talks in the beginning and in the middle and the end. But this week we have a special co-host because Mike is off hunting in the woods. Maura Johnston, thank you for being my co-host. Thank you for asking me, Judy. You're looking beautiful today. Oh, well, I try. But, you know, I try to keep fresh on Sundays, especially when I'm out till five in the morning on Saturday. So Were you really? I was. Oh, I don't you're really under do that 40. very often. I am, but... Uh, not very under 40, so I was out, you know, carousing at bars and walking around Williamsburg. It felt very young. Oh, you're uh, in my neighborhood. You should have called me, but not be, not after 1030. <laughs> well, I didn't get there until 11. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, whenever anyone asks me to do something, oh, our band goes on at 11 or 12. I'm like, yeah, sorry. I'll yeah. buy your record. Your records. See? Your records, yes. Your records, yes. No. But we're um, very excited because we're joined today by Blair Koenig from one of our favorite blogs, Shut the well, stfuparentsblog.com. Yes. yes. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Yay. And her handsome boyfriend oh, and future so impregnator, sweet. Brian Blessinger. Uh, well, yeah, where, where's the calendar? <laughs> Blair, you've been, you've been, you've had your secret identity. Like, you were the anti-superheroine. Um, what made you decide to come out finally this week? 
Well, I do have a book coming out in April, and I wanted to attach my real name to it. So, Good move. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of writing books under you know no name or the name B, which is what I've been going as um, on the blog for a long time. So. I went ahead and revealed that information, and when I did, I kind of had to fess up about um, who I am, and I also was on the Ricky Lake Show, and the New York Post did a spread at the same time, so it was kind of a nice batch of, you know, awareness about who I am, and this book is coming out. (laughs) A coming out party. Yeah, it was a coming out party of sorts. It gets better. It does get better. (laughs) (laughs) I know you were a little nervous about coming out um, because you are kind of a private person, unlike me and Mara, who will like put our pap smears on the the (laughs) I am kind of weirdly private, yeah. It's it's something that people, when I say it, I think that they think I'm being a little bit hypocritical. Um, But I don't, I you know, I just am not a big fan of sharing too much information about myself. I don't know why. That's why we have Brian in the studio with us. Yeah, I'm here to dish the secrets. (laughs) (laughs) The post story was hilarious because they... Very salacious. They called your blog vicious, for one thing, which is ridiculous. I think that, you know, with the, with this culture of the internet, like a lot of people, when they just have their words thrown back at them, it's seen as vicious because it's like, why can't you just be nice? Um, and some, But sometimes, you know, you just have to say, hey, this is, you know, this is maybe too much information for you to share with a lot of people at once, as opposed to one-on-one in a conversation or even one-on-three in a conversation. Right, like this phone photo of my son's giant balls. Exactly. And... What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you miss those posts? I guess I, I guess I missed those posts. I oh, mean, they're well, out there. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, it but I, you active. know, I have some obviously lots of baby balls. I'm in my late 30s, and I have friends who have been having children and stuff. And you know, I think that one thing that is. I, uh, that I don't think has been probed yet is just like probed. the um, probed. Sorry, <laughs> is the effects moment. that these that these overshares like? Could you imagine like being in fifth grade no. and someone coming up to you and being like, "Well, I mean, this wouldn't happen to us because we're women, but you, yeah. like, you know, someone coming up to you and be like, I saw your balls when you were a baby.' Or, it's going to start happening. Or, that's, yeah. that's or exactly even the point. more of a real time type of thing where you're say where someone says, "My mom is friends with your mom," and apparently you got your period yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, the period thing. I mean, you're you're so easily embarrassed that when you I get, cannot yeah, imagine and during then, your period. Yeah. Years. And the strangest thing is that now there are these period parties oh. and they're being very what? heavily promoted and uh, and uh, just go with the flow Blair exactly and that's the problem is that because there are it's like people are actually capitalizing on this phenomenon of oversharing in this very weird way and I don't understand it at all I mean I would have died and buried myself if my mother had thrown me a period party well I mean I just wanted to die and bury myself when even we had the you know the talk in in fourth yes. grade like I was just sitting there with my head in my hands and like well, yes. looking at all the products that the school nurse was like flinging our way and i joke that when i got my period i told my mother and she was watching the mclaughlin group at the time oh God. and and i said mom i think i got my period and she was like can you just go away until i'm done watching this mclaughlin group episode and that was pretty much the end of it so, so I, no trip to party city I, that's what i'm saying i can't really imagine what even the, favors the even enthusiasm be? behind it i don't even relate to because my my parents were never trying to overshare about me even in a real life context like on the phone or in person so i can't imagine them doing that online and okay i I need to know because i've seen so many disgusting things on your blog and i read it pretty i read it very regularly thanks judy what (laughs) is the most disgusting thing you've ever seen um sometimes i mean the placenta stuff 
is oh kind of gross oh speaking of which <laughs> i have cookies for everyone and they may or may not be made with placenta Ooh, well i like this mystery grab bag exotic food stuff um. the placenta stuff is kind of weird because it feels very medical you know it feels like you're looking at like a picture in a medical book it doesn't feel like you should be looking at someone's insides I think that with the labor and the C-section, you're sort of seeing like this is the the beauty of childbirth, and I don't find it particularly beautiful in that context. But I think um, that and the poop stuff is really the worst. The po- but you you're discounting the power of a good uh, snot bubble. A snot bubble oh, can uh, be. You know what? Really They've gross. actually made me get. There was one snot bubble there's, that yeah, actually there's made a couple me get. on there that, that no, if, I don't. If caught by surprise, you can. The snot bubble to really me is rich. not nearly as gross as the like dripping, yeah. like mucus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, That's maybe it was the combo of yeah. like. There's something, and I have a pretty strong stomach, but the there were a couple diaper explosions, which I didn't mm. even know that was a thing before. The poop, the Wait, poop diaper ex- like like the diaper just <laughs> breaks <laughs> free. Oh, Mara, 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 Mara's obviously not a regular reader. Sorry I to bust you. Reader. I follow you no, on Tumblr. The, no, but it's just you know, it's a it's. The flow of the internet is very Yeah, strong. and the weirdest thing is sometimes it's like even the, the book does not actually show any pictures, which people think is surprising. But I have said, first of all, I don't really feel very comfortable about putting someone's child's shit yeah. in paper bag. And then aside from that, um, sometimes the text ones are really gross, too. Oh, the, yeah. The, the yeah. descriptions can be worse than the picture, honestly. Especially with all those misspellings and grammatical errors. <laughs> I mean, now that is horrific. That Come makes on, me people. twitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like the parents getting into fist fights. Oh, yeah, um, the drama, the mama drama. It was funny when you had posted that you were going to be on Ricky Lake. I noticed a couple of commenters they sort of like they sort of did the the like sanctumami thing without like oh well I don't have a television. Yes, they did, <laughs> and I tried really hard. I try hard to not um, show bias about that, but I'm like a TV whore, and I know that's a really stupid cliche thing to say. But she's it's actually true. been really sad all week because our uh, the soap <laughs> network on our oh, on our out? cable box is kind of out, and, and I can't watch episodes her special from 19, friends. Yeah, her nineteen ninety one nine zero two one zero anymore. Um, oh. I think it's One Tree Hill. Soul let's, crushing. Let's get. Let's be honest. Well, so yeah, the truth is, I watch a lot of television. Most of it is bad television. And when people say I don't have a TV, I just you know I don't roll my eyes, but I do think it's a little funny. Oh, like it's a point of pride. It is say. a point of pride it's for a, some people. You know, it's, no, I had like a little TV for a while. My boy moved in now we have a giant tv like surround sound <laughs> and the surround sound kind of bugs me but um having a giant tv and being able to read um subtitles when i watch all my arty foreign films yeah. which happens like all once a year now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just like being able to see you know baseball players butts up close i mean that's my thing so that's zoom not zoom. a bad excuse <laughs> but some of, some of the vocabulary you've come up with over the years for doing uh, the blog, like like Sanctumami, the person who doesn't have a TV, like, I would never feed my child formula. Can you talk a little bit about some of the, the glossary that um, readers might expect to find? Well, the I think that right now the most popular Sanctumami post is so funny. It's this woman who, bless her heart, her friend, she actually told the story to a friend over the phone, and her friend, who is a reader of my site, um, sort of like, I guess, reverse psychology uh mind fucked her and told her that she should post this on Facebook. <laughs> That's evil. And it is evil. And she was like, I think a lot of parents could probably relate to this story. Oh, and the story is that this woman was at a rest stop 
with her husband and her baby. And apparently, for some reason, she had to take the baby who was sleeping into the bathroom because her husband was walking their dog. It doesn't make any sense at all. But she says that she had asked the teenage girls and their mother who were in there not to flush or wash their hands or do anything until she had left the bathroom, which obviously prompts other questions like, was she not going to flush or wash her hands? And and then and then they hold the baby like while right and then they did flush because they thought obviously she was crazy and then she complains and she's like people are so rude these days there should be there should be rules in rest stop bathrooms but you know like I I mean do you think that this kind of behavior is is new or that it's just more promoted or or the combination of the two because I mean I could not imagine when I was a kid like my mom like you know being like okay everyone else right my kids coming in (laughs) hold 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 the phone you know like what 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 do you think is going on here I think that there is a very competitive culture for children now that did not used to exist and it has caused a lot of parents to go into overdrive you know they don't want their children to fail they don't want to feel like they're failing their children and so by making them hear flushes exactly by (laughs) by you know having to force them to figure out how to sleep through a lawnmower and um these are the types of things that do contribute if you start i'm assuming when they're babies into as they're older you know you're the one who's like no gluten free you know every snack has to be gluten free because no nuts can ever touch this right which i guess i understand but again that's all it all feeds into it i think that that's the answer when you said yes that is a good measurement is the barometer to look at like in the 70s no one was saying you cannot bring you know these types of snacks in for your right. kids birthday right and, like and, nobody can eat peanut butter and jelly in right school that, that is right. a Anywhere. that's like a real <laughs> shift to me that shows a real shift over time these kids need to toughen up these kids need to eat some fucking eggs and but they're gonna toughen up when when everybody makes fun of them for having their balls <laughs> on the internet when they were like five months old so i mean it's sort of <laughs> but if everyone thing. has their balls on <laughs> that's true then does, does does anyone really? <laughs> but, mean, but are they, but are they going to toughen up? Because on the other end right. of it, you have these kids who are coming out of college and having their parents accompany them on job interviews. Yes. So are they going to come? Oh, I mean, man. like, did you even? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. put that through the ringer in, yeah. your, in your brain for a second. You're you're so messed up as a you're so infantile as a as a 22 year old that your mother follows you to, to work and goes, well, I'm not really sure if these guys have a nice enough bathroom for you to even finish this job interview. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or, this, or they're this negotiating. Or, or, or they're they, ne- directly negotiating your salary. And if they don't get the job, then the parent will sometimes intervene and say, I just want to understand why didn't he get the job? And, you know. Well, that's I that's would, the other end of this whole I can't cycle. even... As a free, you know, as a freelance writer, I mean, you're just like, you know, could you imagine your mom writing your pitches for you, <laughs> yeah. or just, or just spell checking? Mara has, has a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Please reply. And I don't want her getting that shitty wage. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna come to the interview. I'm making her wear a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna take a short break right now. Um, we've got, I think, something from Daptone Records. Joe's gonna play us out. Play it. Maybe.
Okay, we're co- and we're back. Hello. Hi, Maura. Hi, Judy. <laughs> One thing that um is news to Maura that I just told her was that Blair's. I only watched the Blair segment on the Ricky Lake show. I didn't see a need to watch the other bits because. One of our favorite bloggers was on with her, Julia Allison. I think she's more of an internet personality. Yes, she is. No, she doesn't like the word blogger. Yes. But um, Maura and I both have the guilty secret of being big reblogging Donk fans. Huge. I'm coming out. (laughs) This is a coming out week for all of us. It really is. Yeah. It is is, um, one of the funniest blogs out there. It really is. I mean, you know, you have this woman who's... I mean, I have had some personal interactions with her as a former Gawker Media employee. Oh. And they were, um, shall we say, not positive. Less than pleasant? Less than pleasant. But Less she's so pleasant. nice. Well, if she knows who you are and you're need, and you not like just a music writer with weird curly hair, sure, I guess she's nice, you know, but... <laughs> dun, dun. But I, yeah. I interned with Julia in 2005. What did you learn from Julia, Allison? That's what I'm curious about. You know, the thing I will say is that Julia is actually her her whole thing that she puts out there is as sincere as it gets. And even if it comes across as like as ridiculous as it is, it's it, not it's, particularly insincere as psychotic. I, and, I, and, and and that's what I'm saying. All the good, all the bad. I think she would say totally sincere. Yeah. <laughs> she's not she's not faking any of it. Neither the crazy nor the slightly vaguely periodically. Normal. I hadn't seen her in six years, um, and it was funny running into her. Did you recognize the nose? <laughs> Sorry, not to be. I'm not body stalking. Oh, it's just no. like there have been a series. Oh no! Sorry. She, um, you know, I think that she's had a really. It's it's actually. I think it's kind of better to run into her now than um, maybe like three years ago when she was happening. Yeah, I think that would have been a very strange time. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch Misadvised? I did. Oh my god! I Are you too. kidding me? Right. <laughs> Spiro, Spiro, my boyfriend called it. The show where bad people do bad things. Yes. <laughs> that accurate, is yeah. perfect. I Only to be trumped by gallery girls, frankly. Oh, I haven't watched I that. Oh, my gosh. Stomach that. Let's not, let's not go there. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, the, those sorts of shows, too, like just the date, you know, the dating shows. I mean, I wonder, I, I kind of feel bad for everyone on them in a way, because I feel like there, there are so them. many. Fo- I know they do, but like the forced scenarios, you know, and yeah. the awkwardness that ensues. And then also, you know, no matter how awkward or good something might be, then you're subject to the editors. Right. I don't know. I mean, I guess they know what they're getting into. But at the same time. What about the children? What about the oh. what about the children? I think it's really helpful if you use it to your advantage. Like that girl Amy on the show had a book come out right around the end of the show. Yeah. But she also came off so badly until the last episode. Yes. I think Emily yeah. came off okay. I Emily think Emily did came, came off yeah, the best. Yeah. Especially because she told that douchebag he was a douchebag. Yeah. Ugh. He was awful. He was but awful. she did do that weird cuddle thing with that creepy dude Ew, at the San Francisco though right yeah that's, that's true so and he was yeah. like and this is my lesbian girlfriend yeah that was very <laughs> weird. very very strange yeah. but um as far as parental oversharing we'll just get off the Julia Allison thing because most people don't really even know who she is but um <laughs> that's the meanest thing you could say about her I yeah, think exactly it probably but it's true like my boyfriend he'll look yeah. at me when I'm looking at the blog he's like what is that <laughs> he'll see some you, of the screenshots you had to be a, a, a diehard fan of Gawker in like 2006 yep, to care right. about true. Julia or interned with her in 2005 <laughs> Wait, I still didn't. I I think you didn't tell us what you learned from her. Um, I mean, I learned that Julia, Julia she does. She's a, she's a master at using things to her advantage. So, for me personally, I was like, you know, lifting stackable chairs and you know, like throwing out people's 
garbage. And Julia was more interested in, you know, like talking to the instructors and making it really, you know, work for her. And uh, I think that she she's good at that. You know, she she is. But it ends up making it so that if you're interning with her, you're you're carrying all the stackable chairs. So you really didn't learn anything. That's what I learned. Is it the best technique I, I learned, for carrying a lot of chairs? I, I, I learned that if you're going to set up a, a shitload of chairs, don't do it with Julia Allison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, okay, so tomorrow, this is very exciting. You're due to be on the Today Show. Yes. Do you know who's going to be interviewing you? Um, it's go- it's still kind of up in the air right now. Okay. But I heard that Willie, Willie Geist is, the, uh, is going to be the host sitting in. So you don't get the Ann, Ann Romney Today Show week? <laughs> no, uh, Matt Lauer is like doing, there's like co-hosts that come in now and sort of rotate out. And then t- tomorrow will be Willie Geist. And then I'm going to be talking with a uh, woman who's, who's I think, coming from a more psychological um, st- standpoint regarding oversharing. Like, why do parents do it? Why, why is this a phenomenon? And then I'm going to sort of be the other voice in that conversation. One of the things that, that surprised me was that people were just like, of course she doesn't have kids or scandalized. And she doesn't even have children. I know. So, Brian, what's happening with that? Um, <laughs> I think it's, I'm 36, Blair's 30. So I think Younger that woman, right? Yes, I, know this. I did. I did the arithmetic on that one, and I think that um, we're both evolving to a level of maturity <laughs> that we may be able to have children roll. at some time roll. in the near future. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I do think it's completely ridiculous. It's so irrelevant. It's yeah. per- it's just, it's absolutely irrelevant. It's right, that because you don't have children, you can't concept. comment on the concept of children. I, I don't. I mean, the, I think that the thing that gets me is that the parents who um, respond mostly it's parents who respond to that negatively, and the parents who do will say like, "Oh, we'll just wait until she has children, and then right. you know, because she because I just have, wait till she posts her kids' balls on the internet." Right, and I'm and I'm thinking, do you honestly think that if I'm the type of person who would write this site, that I'm the type of person that would show my kid chewing on his, his own shit in the bathtub? Why would I do that? You know, I <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, Mara. I, it's okay. I hate <laughs> this all before lunch. No, I mean, well, and also just I feel like this also speaks to the whole culture of parental narcissism, though, right? Because oh, yeah. it's like this whole thing where it's like, well, now that my life has been changed by me. having having a child like obviously you will have the same exact reaction because exactly. I am the template for everything and I think the internet really engenders that sort of tunnel vision where you're just like this is me and I am reflecting myself and look at you know everyone is like me you're totally right yeah yes that's exactly right that's in my experience but the parental narcissism stems from like a cultural and personal narcissism sure. that we're all suffering from and that I mean, not to be really sort of disgusting, but like we we people forget that we're animals and that like your dog has babies, your fish have babies. Like <laughs> it's not that revolutionary of a you concept. So you know, it's just on this. I just think it's important to remember that this is what this is how we all got here. It's not your kid isn't like Jesus. Like it's right. it's it's okay to tr- to remember that we're a sack of blood and guts held together by the tension created by our skin. You really know? pare it like, down, Brian. I'm just saying, people forget all yeah. of, they, they think that their children are like these little treasures when in reality, you know, it's just another... Yeah, people in, people in comas can get pregnant. <laughs> totally, yeah. I mean, it's not... The one thing about the gross like poop and puke and stuff pictures. The other night, my cat threw up on my feet while I was asleep, and my... <laughs> my like Talent. Yeah, it really bothered me. Wow. And I was thinking like, 
all I can think of is getting the puke off my feet and sheets. And I thought, if I were a shut the fuck up yes. person, I would be like lighting that stuff, yeah. putting it <laughs> as my Facebook What's status the Instagram update? filter that's best. Exactly. That I think Valencia looks good with that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. And I have the same thought because I have two cats and one of them is a barfer. And, you know, whenever I clean it up, like, you know, whenever that is, like multiple times a week, I do think to myself, the other day I stepped in it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, again, I'm oversharing about that right now, but it's an anecdote to express the fact that this is not something I would ever write about. It wouldn't even occur to me to post an update about that on social media. And well, freeze the moment to, like, you know, right, memorialize it. it. Exactly. <laughs> well, one of the pictures they showed on uh, the Good... Was it Good Morning America? They had yes. the turd on the... Oh, my like, God. Okay, so, uh, Anything poops on me. There's not a photo. There no. is like there is like yeah. rubbing alcohol. How do you pause? <laughs> Hang on, honey. You're I, gonna, let's bring the lamp over. Hang yeah. on one second. <laughs> Get the lighting. I was shocked at the examples they showed on Good Morning America. Like you blur them out better than they <laughs> oh, did. Oh my god! They took a picture from my Facebook page that I posted that was this kid mid barf, and it's like <laughs> yes. astonishing. What? Yeah, I, I posted it on Facebook because I didn't even want to put it on the blog, and they put it on television. It was amazing. So do you think also that like the rise of shows like Jackass has also made like, you know, taking pictures of kids mid barf more okay? Um, maybe not more okay, but definitely more uh, like people might. I could see why people might go badass. Right. You know, right, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I had the privilege of watching a group of 14 year olds discuss two girls, one cup. Oh. And and I was like, I really thought that there was no way this could still be floating around the internet. And they're like, oh, yo, and then she, I was like, I'm not going to get into it. But you know, <laughs> I was like, really? This is this, you can still, that's still a rite of internet passage is the watching of Two Girls, One Cup. It's I've the new, uh, I've not, not done it. It's the new joy of sex, I guess. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about the book. You don't have photos in it. No photos, um, and I think it's actually going to be better that way. I know that it sounds kind of like it might not be because it's not going to be as in-your-face, but I like that about it. It's more of an encyclopedia of what to do, what not to share. You know, it's broken down into 34, 33 or 34 different category chapters, Mm -hmm. and each one has a few different examples of different types of overshare, and I think that it'll stand the test of time to not just have, you know, a picture of a kid with a turd on his head, because to me, it's like, you know, that's kind of like a one-hit wonder kind of a thing, (laughs) and I I also think it's a little more off-putting. I think it's going to be more widely, you know, received if it doesn't have these, like, really graphic photos. I think it's good. it sounds like the perfect shower gift. I think so. Yeah, because it's like how so. not to be how not to be a parent on the internet. Like, yeah. I that, and I think that's really useful because yeah. I feel like right now, you know, the internet, like, and social media, is such a new frontier that like people are still figuring out how to behave. So if this could be, you know, if this could help but one parent, this <laughs> or, could prevent, or just help help, just help us, us as the friends, <laughs> right? Exactly right. to teach our friends. Exactly, yeah. it's for all those purposes. And I have gotten emails, especially lately, that I have to say are really touching from people who will say. I've been reading your site since before I was even like since before I met my husband and now we have a child and we have been reading your site for years and it's really helped us. I think it's awesome. That's exactly what the book was supposed to do. Yeah. You're a helper. You're not vicious. Exactly. You help people. Right. people. 
I like to, I mean, people have been joking that I do a public service for a long time, mm-hmm. and now I'm just like, I do a public service, you know? <laughs> so you, you, are, you are open to having children, so when you do give birth, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the video is going to be on your Facebook page. Absolutely. Live All stream. the angles. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to get a quick camera and HD. live stream it. You're yeah. not going to hire someone? You, Don't you, you want to grow? Um, well, I'm going to have a do a, my own live stream. Of course, we'll have <laughs> a camera also crew. Get one of those GoPros and put it on <laughs> oh, your head. And so, no. you know, like you could get like the a, URI view. That's of a yeah, good yeah. idea. Yeah. I think we should yeah. do all those things. Multiple feeds, <laughs> yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Five bucks, you get, a, you get, you know, one stream, ten, all. Mm-hmm. And we could have somebody live sketching it as well. Yes. <laughs> like a cervix artist. She's at two <laughs> centimeters. She's at four. It'll be like those Georgia O'Keeffe paintings. Right, your your lady orchid will be opening to to, to release the miracle of birth, yeah, yeah. and also just we only have a couple minutes. But the names the kids get now, like you cannot name your kid Vagina. I know, and Vagesty. Oh, I got I got an email from a I person. Have goosebumps. I, I know. I got an email from a person saying, um, um, "Congratulations on your book," and I just want to let you know that little Pantene w- did did really well today <laughs> in preschool, and I. And she was like, just kidding. That's not real. And I said, you know, it's sad because I'm sure someone out there has their name, their child Pantene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's really it softens your hair. It in does. A really nice way. It's not it's not <laughs> a bad salon association. Ready. Yeah. The freakiest one to me is that the Neva, the heaven, heaven, heaven backwards. backwards. That is hell. The, like, the opposite of heaven is hell. Is Why like, would you do that? So it's less. The, the, <laughs> well, no, they call it never. They, the, they call their kids never. Oh I mean, no, it's, yeah, no, I know. No, the best thing. But you're right. Metaphorically, it's hell. The other day, I got a submission where someone said, um, I th- "I'm thinking about naming my child never, however the hell you say it." And then someone wrote, "No, name her Heaven because you don't want to be unoriginal or something like it was. It was like it was like Heaven is the new never. <laughs> Just name your kid. My Betty. favorite is yeah. the, my favorite one is A B C D, which is A B C D E, which just pronounced absidy absidy and that's a real thing i know you're looking at me like i'm crazy but i'm telling you a real thing i mean this is the thing though it's it's sort of like with domain names kind of it's like you know how all those domain names of the new web 2.0 services like drop a vowel or consonants it's like you it's like the sort of domain namization of kids names because Mm -hmm. it's this whole thing where well we need to be super original and have not something that no one's done before but then you're just like oh it's really kind of yeah, yeah, the teacher is going to just be stumped. It's not enough that the, there's like the Eastern European kids with 10 consonants in a row. Yep. Now there's like imaginative parents. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the point of naming a child uh, an, uh, a traditional name with a wacky spelling? That doesn't make any sense to it me. Makes you, it makes you really different and special. Although, you know, actually, I have a cousin whose name is Janim, G-E-N-E-E-M. And she's named that because her mother said Janine, but the nurse misheard it. So she, that's that's how it's spelled. Yeah. My last name is misspelled. My the rest of my family, you know, my father is supposed to be M A G U I R E. Oh, but we're M C. Yeah. But yeah, the doctors know that. I like best. it that way, yeah. Judy. Yeah, I, I like it that I way. Like really, it makes you more special. I'm I'm totally special. You camel case. And we're out of time. How does it's this happen? Ha- how does that happen? It's so. Thank the you so much. Hour. Maura, I'm sure Mike would agree. You're so much cuter to look at. Adorable, I I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Adorable. Brian, Blair. Thank you for having us. Thank you. com. Tell me the name of the book again. Um, Well, the main headline is STFU Parents. But just go to her blog and you can pre-order it. Every single person who's giving birth in my life, you're getting this book. Yep, pretty much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. 